You're listening to The Jill Monaco Show, episode number 42. Welcome to The Jill Monaco Show. I'm your host, Jill. Each week, I hope to bring you a message that inspires, encourages, or challenges you to go after and live a life you love. Join me and my friends as we explore what it means to love God, love ourselves, and love others. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Here we go. Welcome back to the Jill Monica Show. I am your host, Jill, and my guest today is the amazing Rachel Gilbert. She's a blogger, a speaker, a coach, a business owner, and podcaster. And if there is anyone who knows about how to be intentional with the gifts that God has given, it's Rachel. Now, I know her from when I lived in Texas, but we actually first met online. She wrote her intentionally beautiful article about how God wrote her love story for Single Matters Magazine. And then we finally met in person when I was speaking at the Declare Conference. Declare is a women's blogger event in the DFW area of Texas, and Rachel is now a co-host of that event. She is passionate about seeing women walk in freedom in all areas of their lives. And if you know anything about freedom, you know that's a passion of mine too. Nothing brings her more joy than calling out the gold of women and inspiring them to walk into what God has for them. Now, the word that God gave her for 2019 is intentional. In fact, that is part of her new course, The Intentional Influencers. And I'm part of her Facebook group, and she's challenging us every day to be intentional with our online influence. So I wanted to bring her on the podcast to share about what God is showing her about intentionality so that we can all learn from that, too. You will be inspired by her revelation on the subject. Well, Rachel, I am intentionally welcoming you to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's an honor. Just listening to you read my bio and introduction is just kind of blessed to me because sometimes, I don't know about you, but I kind of do things just out of obedience step by step. And then when I look back and see all God has done, it's really cool to hear that. It is. Well, I would love for people to get to know you a little bit more. So can I start with some pretty random questions? Sure. Okay. I love random. All right. Awesome. Uh, ocean or mountains, if you could live by either? Ocean. Really? Why ocean? You know, I've always loved the ocean. I think part of it is growing up, I come from a big family of five, and my dad was a pastor, and so we didn't do a whole lot of vacations, but when we did, we would load literally all seven of us up in a van, and we would drive 14, 15, some upwards of 20 hours to the East Coast and go just rent a big beach home with other family members. And so that was all growing up was my experience with vacation was we rarely went to the mountains. We just always went to the ocean. And so mm. I don't know. I think it's just kind of ingrained in me. I love the ocean. If I had to pick, it'd be that too. I just, yeah. <laughs> it's like just magnificent. So not the mountains aren't, but I don't know. Ocean does something for me. Okay. Uh, favorite book right now? Oh man, I have a lot because I'm in grad school and have read some really good ones. But the one, my favorite I'm currently actually reading is The Last Arrow. The Last Arrow. What's that about? That is by Erwin by McManus. And basically it almost puts a sense of urgency in you about like the brevity of life and just you really got to read it but I mean it's it's one of those things that as I'm reading it all the things that I've been a little bit fearful to step out and do 
it's like, okay, I have to do this thing. I'm on a mission, you know, Mm. just kind of gives you that kingdom mindset again. It's really good. Yeah. Well, you mentioned that you're in grad school. So um, I know because I've been following your social media, but um, what brought you back to grad school and why, why are you studying what you're studying? Yeah. So I'm at the King's University and I am studying marriage and family therapy. Um, I would take probably the entire podcast if I told you why that, <laughs> but I will tell you just a fun thing. I think that I, I think God works this way with most people, but he definitely works this way with me. As you heard from the story I just told about De- Declare and how I got started there and blogging and all of that. But um, with grad school, my kids actually happened to be, I always knew I wanted to go back and get my master's because I um, got pregnant with our oldest daughter when I was still an undergrad. So she mm. was at my college graduation and then <laughs> kind of just immediately became a stay-at-home mom, which was just not what I had envisioned. Um, but you know, it's uh, totally exactly what needed, you know, God wanted and it's been amazing, but, um, we now have three kids. And so my older two kids had gone to, um, uh, gateway. There was a Kairos thing for kids going on a couple mm-hmm. summers ago and I just had time to burn on my hands. I was in South Lake. And so I thought, I just felt like I'm going to go tour TKU and very long story short, all within the day, they um, had me apply and they said, hey, today's actually our last day for scholarships if you want to try to apply for that. But I was going to have to write an essay and get all these letters of recommendation. And I was like, I can't, I can't pull all this together all at once. And so I told my husband about it and I was about to be like, I'm not doing it. You know, it's too much. And he was like, no, I think you should, you should do it. Just go ahead and apply and see what happens. Well, I got a scholarship. And so I, which was going to cover my first two semesters. And so I felt like, okay, I'd be kind of dumb not to, you know, like, this is what I've always wanted to do and it's here. So let's just do it. And so I still continue to take that just one class, one step at a time and kind of just see where the Lord leads on that. Wow. It's almost like you've been accidentally intentional. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe an accident that led you to be intentional. I'm not sure. Yeah. That's so cool. Love that. Well, now um, you're doing a couple different things besides going to grad school and raising your amazing family and being a blogger. You're also starting from what I've seen, really jumping into business ownership and creating a new um, course. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about what led you to do that. Well, a couple of things. Um, The first thing is, I, over the last few years, you know, here's what's funny. You know, you kind of just mentioned this, that I've been accidentally intentional. That's really, it's true in many ways in that I always just kind of stumbled forward onto the next thing. And it's always worked out, but I've had to learn a lot of really hard lessons Mm -hmm. because I never really stopped in, in the beginning, especially um, in some of the things that I do online. I just stumbled my way through it. Um, I just was, I'm one of those people that if God tells me to start something, I'm like, okay, let's start it five minutes ago. Why are we waiting until we, you know, and so I know Mm -hmm. there's some people who would rather research for two years before they start. Well, that's not me. And, um, but the Lord has, because of that though, I had to learn a lot of hard lessons of what works and what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I now see so many women who, especially over the last year or so, where the idea for this course came from was they came to me and actually this is why I started coaching too. And they, they want me to tell them how to do what I'm doing online. Well, you and I both know that's not a 
five minute conversation. It's also <laughs> not a, it's also not a Facebook message or a, right. you know, an email back and forth. I mean, it'll make everybody crazy trying to do that. Cause I'm like, I can't honestly teach you that just through an email or just right. through, you know, a little conversation. There's just no way. And so what I see though, is these ladies, they have it in their heart. Like God has put something on their heart to do. And because not everybody has that in them just to start something when they don't really, and I'm not even recommending that that is a good, that what I did was a good idea necessarily. <laughs> I'm like, that's just kind of my personality. Yeah. Um, but that's not everybody's personality. And so, so many women get frozen by fear because they're like, I don't know how to do X, Y, Z. I don't know how to do that next thing. Mm -hmm. And so I really felt like the Lord's like, go back and teach some of these ladies, one, how to do it, help them skip about 20 of the steps that you took that were not necessary, yes. you know, so to save them some time and headache. Um, but then also like teach them how to be more intentional because that's what I've learned, you know, in this last year, I finally have turned what I'm doing online that I love to do into a business. And I realize now I'm like, you know, if I would just be more, you know, when I became more intentional about how I was spending my time, you know, online or in whatever I was doing, that's really when things took off for me. Cause most people don't know that I've been blogging for four or five years because up until the last year or two, it had not had a whole lot of fruit to it because it was just super random. It was like, I feel like posting something this week. Okay, maybe next, maybe in a month from now, I'll do something again. You know, it was just kind yeah. of all over the place. But yeah. once I started taking it more like seriously, like a mission, you know, and mm -hmm. like, okay, Lord, yes, we're, you know, you show me what you want me to work on. How do you want me to spend my time, my money, my energy, you know, what relationships do I need to cultivate? That's really when the fruit started to come. Wow. You know, there's so many things that you just said, and I was I was thinking of something you posted on social media recently. It was something about God expanding our territory. Can you? Yes. Yeah. So I actually just posted that yesterday. Um, so, you know, at the beginning of every year, and I think you said this in the beginning, my word that I asked God for a word, that's the big thing to do, which I really love to do. I don't, I, I'm not a big bandwagon person, but that's one thing that I'm like, I love to do that. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. And so this year, the word that God gave me was intentional. And at first I was a little bit like, is that really my word? Or is that just on my mind? Because he gave me the idea for the um, intentional influencer course last year sometime. And so I was thinking, I think I might just have that word intentional on my mind. And, uh, yeah. but I was like, okay, Lord, but if that's the word you gave me, okay, like that could be my word. And earlier this week, I had one of those, I call them my come to Jesus moments where you're kind of just a little bit freaked out, a little frazzled on the inside, a little anxiety welling up. And I was just having a moment where I was frustrated because I have all of these really big, dreams on my heart to accomplish in the coming year. Uh, one is to write a book, one is to launch this course, you know, getting my grad school degree. I mean, all kinds of things that are just yeah. really big things in my mind anyways. And raising and, a family and being a wife. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just all these things. And so at first I was like, okay, Lord, my first question to him was, I, which one of these things should I lay down? Which one is not from you? And mm -hmm. he was like, none of them. And I'm like, okie dokie. Then how, then who, like I was starting to think about, you know, the the people who are eating away at my time or the little things that are eating away at my time. And immediately he was like, Rachel, if you don't learn how to be intentional with your time, I cannot enlarge your territory. And I felt like that was what he just 
was convicting me of in a loving way Mm -hmm. in that if I am not intentional and by that, I just mean, I will be the first to confess. I mean, and so him and I had a little chat of like (laughs) really looking at my time, how I spend it. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we, we blame big things for taking our time when really it's kind of the small little things that eat away at it that I think are actually a little more dangerous. For example, how much time is spent on social media and how much time is spent just on the phone doing other things or how about watching TV, you know, all these things mm-hmm. that eat away at our time that when we get, you know, upset about not having enough time, we almost never bring those things up, you know, like, yeah. oh, I've got to get rid of that, but we want to get rid of all the other good things, you know? So that was, that's, I think what you were, is that what you were talking about me sharing on social media? Absolutely. Yeah. And it really, it touched me because I, it made me think of a time I, a couple years ago, I was walking with God in the park, which is like my favorite place to hear from him. And I felt like he said, enjoy this because a busy season is coming. And I was like, I'm already busy. Like, how much busier can I get? And at that time, I was, you know, doing a couple of things that you and I are both doing, blogging and speaking a little bit and starting to coach. And I hadn't started the podcast and I hadn't been releasing any courses. Like, there was things I'm doing now. I wasn't doing them. And um, I had to be more intentional with my time in order to fit more in. And it did require me to simplify some things, not let go of things completely, but not spend as much time in certain areas um, that maybe I was, like you said, like, oh, I'm just watching TV. But, you know, how many hours am I doing when I could be spending maybe more time in the word and just feeding my soul? So when it does come time for me to create something, it's just pouring out of me. It's just an overflow. And it's not like I'm studying the word so that I can teach somebody else. You know, that was my yes. that was my conviction point. Yeah, that's so good. And even just, you know, I had to be conviction, convicted even further past the little things on you know, sometimes good things can are not always God things. And so I've also had to start, you know, when I get requests that come in, maybe to speak somewhere or, you know, to be on a podcast, I have to, in the past, I would have just been like, yes, that sounds awesome. Let's do mm-hmm. it. And now the Lord's like, wait, I need you to, you know, yes. make sure this is the best use of your time. So, so when, um, you were, you know, talking to the Lord about being more intentional with your time. I'm sure there's lots of people that are curious how someone like you who's doing so many different things and has so many commitments and family, like, what do you have any specific advice you could give to anyone who's trying to be more intentional? Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting that you worded it that way about me doing so many different things. I, um, because I, can't tell you the number of times I have people say to me, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do it all. And I used to hate when people would say that because uh, an insecurity would rise up in me and I would think, oh, they think I'm doing too much, mm. you know, like, which was totally just me hashing out my own little, you know, insecure thing with, <laughs> in between. So after I got together with God about that, he really showed me that we all have different capacities and that that's kind of one of the dangers of the comparison thing, which one of the many dangers, if you will, because my, believe it or not, you may not know this about me just from looking at outside in, which is why I love doing things like this so that people can know the real truth. And it is that my flesh sin nature is laziness. Um, Growing up, I always was just lazy um, and not super ambitious. And so it's interesting now that I'm doing all these things and I find because that's my, um, and I'm getting to the practical with this, I promise. That's okay, it's um, good. Because that's my 
it's the nature to want to be lazy. Like, for example, when I'm in a place of feeling down or overwhelmed, my, my go-to is to be lazy. Some people it's let's do more. Let's, mm. let's put more on your plate. Let's, you know, but that's not me. I'm the, I'm the opposite. I'm like, let's just do nothing, you know? And, um, and so for me, whenever God started teaching me years ago, actually, I'll tell you what made me start um, having some order in my life was when we bought a business eight years ago and I was forced to have some structure because mm. nothing was getting done, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so that was the first time in my life that I had ever had a planner, which I know sounds nuts. Like some people that just blows their mind, but I started, instead of keeping everything in my head, I started using a planner and I started, oh, okay, you know, and I realized, oh my goodness, I'm wasting so much time because you know, if things are listed on a planner and I can see it, then it makes so much more sense to me. And, you know, I can see again, like I told you earlier, I'm yeah. math mind. So I can <laughs> see patterns and I can see where this will fit and where that won't. And so for myself, I definitely get in those seasons where I overbook myself and I have to go, Uh Oh, we've picked up too many things. Something has to go. Mm-hmm. And I do, you know, keep an eye on that. But at the same time, there's some form of energy that's kind of released in me whenever I am um, doing multiple things. And I kind of do it in such a way that, for example, today um, was a grad school day. And so for me, whenever I'm at school, I'm at school, you know, like 100% at school, or if I'm podcasting, I'm 100% podcasting. And I guess that's how I am intentional is that when something comes to my mind that I have to do, how I get that off my plate is I go open up my calendar. I'm still an old fashioned paper and planner kind of girl. Mm, me you give too. me all the digital apps you want, but I have to write it physically <laughs> with the pen. There's actually science behind there, it. There's power in that. There is. I'm <laughs> the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if I know, okay, next week I'm going to have a block of time on Thursday morning and I can get it out, then all of a sudden, like that's me being intentional with my time because now I'm not thinking about that thing from now until next Thursday. I don't think about that thing again until next Thursday rolls around. And so I think that's how I'm able to do multiple things. Um, Again, like I said, I'm constantly having to, you know, make sure I don't have too many things going, but um, that helps me to be like, no, this is not a time we're working on school. So we're not going to sit around and think about school because now you're just zapping the energy out of the present moment. I think that's so right. Like being present where you're at and having all your energy and focus on the thing that is in front of you. And that is is actually biblical, right? Like, don't worry about Mm -hmm. tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love that you shared the story about, you know, your bent um, towards, you know, laziness. And that's what your flesh wants to be drawn towards. um, Because we all have that thing that keeps us from... Really, you know, being who God's made us to be, but also accomplishing what he's called us to accomplish. Um, And if we can identify it, then we can be super, quote unquote, intentional (laughs) about um, addressing it because everyone else, everyone's going to have a different thing. So when you're um, when you've been, you know, spending time with the Lord over your word for intentional, um, what are some other ways like outside of what you do? like outside of the the blogging and speaking and business kind of stuff, how is that helping you just in your faith walk? You know, in my faith and my family, because that's the other thing that I like to be very clear about also. 
Well, I love all the doors that God has opened for me when it comes to some of the, you know, communicating, whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. and speaking and writing and things that I never thought I'd be doing. Mm -hmm. Those never take precedent over my faith and my family. And when they start to take precedent over them, I know something's off, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, there's been a heart shift basically is what that means is my heart is now outside my home and not in it. And we need to rearrange things. And so really and truly that word intentional, also the greater power to it is in my mind that I am much more intentional to make sure that faith, which is my relationship with God and in the word and all those things and my time with my family come before um, any of these other things I'm doing. And it's a simple thing that God actually had me do this year, which again, this is something that I'm really big on that we all have to hear God for ourselves because what I'm about to say, somebody could hear it and be like, that sounds really, that sounds um, not religious, but um, like, you'll know the word I'm looking for here whenever I tell you what I'm saying, but it sounds like rigid structure. Mm -hmm. But um, he asked me to do something just for a season, just to kind of see where I am spending my time so I can be more intentional with it. Mm -hmm. But um, on my calendar, I have these little stickers and it has my husband's name, my kids' names, and then like, um, you know, prayer or journaling, that kind of a thing. And then, so during the week, each time I do one of those things, like just hang out with me and my husband doing something we love to do or have some really quality family time. I'm putting a check mark in those boxes. And at the end of the week, it's been really eye opening and also a little saddening on a few weeks when I go back and I look, I'm like, oh, man, I accomplished all this awesome stuff that everybody outside of my household would be totally blown away by. But man, when I look at my this, me and my husband only had quality time mm. one night this week or not all my kids even got quality time once with me this week, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's like, that's really to me the more important part of that intentional word, because when I say that about God saying, you know, saying that to me that he can't enlarge my territory until I'm more intentional with my time, God loves me and everybody listening way too much to let us go run a hundred miles an hour outside our home doing our quote unquote mission field out Hmm. there when our household is just falling apart, you know, like he will always close all the doors of ministry for me or business or whatever. If it, if, and when my, my relationship with my spouse and my kids and, and God start to suffer. And so I feel like he's reminded me that if that is not grounded, he just, he can't open other doors simply because it would be destruction to me and my household if he did. And so that's really the power more powerful thing for me as I move forward to just kind of look at. And like, I don't, I don't feel like that he's going to have me do this forever. This checkbox system to see where (laughs) I'm spending my time. You know, it's really just kind of more kind of like when you food journal for a few weeks, just to see what am I really eating? You know, like I'm not a big, I'm not a (laughs) lifetime or food journal, but every now and then you're like, what am I really eating? Oh, I didn't realize I had five Twix today or whatever, you know, (laughs) until you write it down and you're like, Oh wow. Okay. That's shocking. So, you know, 
some of the listeners are, you know, are also following and listening because they're they're interested in how you do life because they see what you do or they're listening to the podcast because, you know, they've they want to learn something about business, which is great. But I always bring it back to um, my mission for the podcast is how to love God, love yourself and love others. And sometimes that love others category, like when we're being we're doing our business and we're giving, giving that can become greater than the love God. Mm-hmm. Or um, I always find that when I'm loving God, I'm loving myself. Like that's a good way for me to, you know, take care of me is to spend time with him. Um, and it is about balance. I, I'm not sure I love the word balance, but it is about making sure that we're intentionally making our lives balanced. I think of some sermons that Robert Morris from our church has um, given about um times where he hasn't been really um, feeling connected to God. And I think um, I mentioned this on another podcast um, where he said, I, one of his oversight said to him, are you having enough fun? And, Mm. and I remember that really struck me because I was like, oh my gosh, that's why I'm not feeling good. Like about life. Mm -hmm. I'm, everyone thinks I'm so accomplished and, but I'm not having enough fun. And that's a priority too. So that's why I go back to balance. Like we really do need to make sure we're keeping God first and, and his priorities. But there's other things that are important too. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, can we talk a little bit about the Intentional Influencers course? I'm super excited to, personally, I want to hear about it, what you plan to um, have in it and when you're releasing it. So maybe some people could learn from you. Yeah, Uh, So it is actually going to be a course and small group coaching, which I'm actually, to be honest, I love teaching. I'm almost as equally as excited about the small group coaching element of it. And so this first round is going to be a beta round, which just means that I will be recording the videos live. So I already have all the content that I'm going to be teaching, but I'm going to record the videos live so that I can make tweaks based on the, the feedback that I get in the small group coaching elements in case once the final finished product rolls out in the fall um, so that it's included. But so it's going to be six weeks long and there will be a private Facebook group. And um, I, you know, I mentioned earlier that I started coaching last year and I'm actually closed right now for one-on-one coaching uh, due to time. And, um, and so right now, the only way to work with me uh, in the coming months is through this course, because I am going to keep it small. So I have a waiting list going right now, right now, I'm just have to be full disclosure that the waiting list is larger than what I want the small groups to be. And so I'm praying through if all those ladies that are on the waiting list decide that it's the right time for them and everything, we may have to break them into a couple of groups just because I want it to actually be small group coaching. Um, And so my eyes will be on all of the content that's within that the ladies post in our Facebook group. And by that, I just mean I am in other Facebook groups, but this one will be like for six weeks, if you have a question, I will answer, you know, I will be there to, to help them. So I'm really excited about this mainly because like I said before, 
so many people message me having questions and I'm just like, oh, I would so love to help you, but I can't. And so this program is going to give me a way to actually be able to help people because what we'll do is we'll have a one hour Zoom call every week. So there'll be a one hour Zoom call. And on that, I will teach for probably 30 or 40 minutes on a topic. And then the last 20 or so minutes we'll do, you know, I'll open up the line. So for people who have questions and kind of Q&A type thing, and then there'll be some form of a homework assignment throughout from that and um, that's where that Facebook group will come in you know that's mm -hmm. where I'll keep you guys accountable of saying hey you know what'd you do or what'd you work on um, and then the actual topics do you want to know the topics that each of the six weeks will be or yeah tell us the the topics that you'll be covering in those six weeks yeah um, okay so the week one was going to be a lot about the why and the how of um, being an influencer and particularly an online influencer and really how to do it with integrity. Um, you know, just really kind of breaking that down for people. And then um, the week two will be the where and the which. And by that, I mean the purpose of your platform and for people to figure out um, which social media platforms right for them. We'll kind of go into some of the social media type things, as, as you mentioned earlier. I love social media. <laughs> it's one of those things that's just fun for me. It doesn't feel heavy and I want other people to feel that way too. Um, so kind of helping people figure that element of it out. Yeah. Um, and then week three and four, they're both going to be on communication. So the first, the week three is going to be on writing, um, some very practical things, but also some, some like my favorite tools and different things like that. Week four will be on speaking. Um, if you follow me on social media, you know, I love, uh, Facebook lives and different things, but I also actually teach now Wilds. um, speaking curriculum and so i'll be teaching some of that type of thing um the cool thing about both speaking and writing on these two topics and why i'm excited to teach this to influencers is because i am one of those people who i never would have dreamed i would be speaking or writing yeah and so i come to people teaching from not a place of well i have my <laughs> undergrad in communication and then like no that's that's you need to understand if you think you're coming to me you know as a Toastmaster instructor. That's not who I am. I am somebody, though, who will teach you how to do, find your voice and use it well, you know, so that you can communicate your message well. Yeah. Um, and then the last two weeks, I'm very excited about these two weeks. These two weeks are the ones that most people I have found, most women anyways, in our um, line of business and ministry tend to leave out. And it's all about teaching people how to get paid. Yeah. Um, so one week, I'll be talking a lot about affiliate do and don'ts. I, I've done a lot of affiliate stuff. And then we'll talk about coaching courses, you know, just a bunch of different ways that they can make money in a way that, again, goes back to that, doing it with integrity and being intentional about it. So this beta group in my mind is going to be the value is going to come a lot from the small group coaching. Um, when it, the course launches in the fall as the final product, I'm not guaranteeing that I'm going to be walking people through in small groups at that point. At that gotcha. point, it may just be a little more self-study. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I would say it depends on which one you're, you, if you're one of those people who's like, oh, I just, just give me the videos. Let me listen. I don't care about a group, you know, element of it. Then, yeah, then yeah, you could wait until the fall and grab it then. Um, but if you feel like you're someone's like, oh, as I'm working on it, I'm have a question come up that I'm going to want to post into a group and get help with, you know, that kind of a thing. So, okay. 
That's great. I think what you said is so important, even as believers, because there's a lot of online marketing things out there. Um, I've taken a bunch of courses myself to learn about, you know, different social media techniques and how to, you know, create certain things and or gain influence. And when we say influence, just for everyone who's listening, it just I look at it like um, I want to be able to um, share and serve and I can create lots of great stuff. But if no one's following, you're not really being a great influence, except, you know, for maybe a small pond, which is sometimes what God calls us to. But I, w- I look at it like I want to be a good steward of the resources God's given me. And so um, the more people I can help, that's awesome. But I personally try not to look at numbers because it makes me crazy. Like someone will say, mm-hmm. how many Facebook followers do you have? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even check. Like, yeah. And maybe in business world, they'll in these courses, they tell you to you know measure stuff. And for me, this is just me. It takes me right out of doing anything because it's Holy Spirit led and it puts me into comparison and, and and just this driven thing that, I don't know, it just feels yucky to me. I can't think of another word. So for me, I would love to take something like this um, from someone like you that, that I know has done some of the hard work and like you said, made some mistakes, um, but also teaching it from a perspective of how are we growing the kingdom of God with what God has given us? And that's what I hear you saying. Absolutely. In fact, as we're sitting here talking, I looked up and I have a, a little thing that I got from Pink Impact one year. And the very top of it says, I am positioned by God to influence. And mm-hmm. that's exactly how I, um, that's just the top of the quote, but that's just how I yeah. view all of this is that, you know, God positions us to influence. And so that's, I feel the same way about numbers. I, I hate looking at the numbers. Um, yeah. I've just recently started to have to, because now that I have working on a book proposal. They want to know all your numbers and man, that will make you crazy and Mm -hmm. it'll make you want to quit. And it'll just, all of the yuckiness comes, you know, comes up. And so I do think having um, understanding of the numbers is powerful, but then, you know, just like you said, like being wise on, I always and constantly have to bring myself back to, okay, God, like even before I, one of my, you know, little, tricks, if you will, on social media on how I just love it so much is before I post things, I'm always just like, Lord, put this in front of whoever needs to see it. And yeah. that's, that's how much I'm going to worry about it. You know, yes. he's, he's God. He can, he can get past all the algorithms and everything and get it in front of the people who need to see it. And so that is why, you know, I feel like that he has called me to create this course is to help bring things back down to reality for people like you and me who are like, Mm -hmm. I have a message. I know I want to share it, but they get a little overwhelmed with all the numbers and with all this stuff and all the things that you could learn. And so it just paralyzes us. And I'm like, no, we can do this. You know, let's, let's rally together and let's do this. Yeah. And I think it, it goes back to the verse that if we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. And um, I was just at a Tony Robbins event in December, and I know people have mixed feelings about him, but someone paid for me to go, so I went. And one of the things he talks about is we have six human needs, and one of them is significance. Um, Another one is contribution and growth, and so, you know, ones that, you know— we would we'd think are good. And he does emphasize that if you're and we have a need for significance, it's OK. It's one of the six needs. But if that is driving you, then it'll mess you up. Um, Tony mm. Robbins didn't say it that way. He says it much better. But that that one, I had to really look at my life and go, how many times have I 
ventured out into something, whether it was, you know, something big or if it was even a social media post, because I had a need for significance Mm, versus doing it to contribute to the world. Um, And some of the other needs are variety and consistency. But, you know, those for the purpose of this conversation, I just want to encourage people that if you're doing anything to be significant or to feel significant, that'll mess you up. Um, Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it will not fulfill. And it's okay even if you've fallen into that trap, because I know I have. And that's, I think, where the comparison stuff comes in. And um, so I always try and go back to. Um, and I don't want to be like oversaved, <laughs> you know, like Jesus, does this bring you glory all the time? Cause you know, honestly, if I'm posting about what I ate today, that may not be bringing him glory, but it's just fun. You know, I was mm-hmm. saying this to you before we got on the podcast, you guys, Rachel posts so many great <laughs> tips for like healthy things that she's eating. And so you want to follow her on her Instagram. Um, but anyways, all that to say that, um, it's what is driving us. Is it, Is it to feed us or is it to feed others? And I try and keep that in my mind as I'm creating new things or even doing simple things. It's so good. Um, So as we wrap up this podcast, there's been so many great things that we've shared and and I I hope it's encouraged people. But is there anything else that you'd like to just add or wrap up with to encourage the listeners? Yeah, you know, we've talked a lot about this course that I'm launching. And one thing that I just want to say that if you're listening to this, one thing that I firmly believe anytime I hop on any kind of a podcast or wherever it is, if I'm seeking somewhere, whatever it might be, I just believe that the Lord knew that you needed to hear this today. And if you can hear the sound of my voice, it wants you to know that he sees you, he loves you, you are known. And because of all those things, he has instilled something in you Um, That is just a gift from him. And you have something to offer our world Mm -hmm. that only you can offer. Um, You're going to reach people that I, Rachel, cannot reach and that Jill cannot reach. And so if you're listening to this, you are influencing people. You may not recognize it. So even if you don't come and get involved in this course that I'm doing, I want to just encourage you to ask the Lord to show you right where you are without any extra training, without any extra, you know, you know, doing anything more. Just ask the Lord right now to open your eyes to the people that are right around you that he's called you to influence, whether it's right in your home, your workplace, maybe it is online. But I just want to encourage you. There's somebody listening today who, as we've talked, you thought, well, that's great for other people, but not for me. You've disqualified yourself for some reason or another. And I just want you to know the Lord says you are not disqualified. You are qualified because of what he's done in you and what he longs to do through you. And so I just want you to be encouraged with that, that the Lord hears you and he sees you and he just is so proud of you. And um, I I personally now am excited to see what comes from those of you who are listening today and what doors the Lord might open for you. That is so good. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Do not despise small beginnings. Everybody starts somewhere and we all, we all have influence right now. There's, there's a circle around you that needs you to be you. Um, And uh, that's really good. Thanks for sharing that, my friend. Well, Rachel, before we close, can you tell people where they can find you online? 
Yeah, you know, the easiest way to connect to me is just directly on my website because that then has links out to all the other things that are happening. And that is rachelgilbert.com. Now, I am funny. My name is spelled differently. It's R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And from there, you can connect with me over on Facebook. I'm Rachel Joy Gilbert over on Facebook and Rachel J. Gilbert on Instagram. So those are the three main places that I am. I also have an iTunes or an iTunes. You can find it in any of your apps that you like to listen to your podcast. That is Real Talk with Rachel. That is awesome. Great. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with me today, my friend. It was so good to have you. Thank you so much. Hey, well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast today. And if you did, there's a couple things I would love for you to do. Number one, subscribe to the show. That way, the most recent episode will always be in your feed and it'll be ready when you are. And second, if the ministry or even this information has helped you, I would love for you to help me continue to reach others. And you can do that so easily. Just leave a review or give me some stars. And if you want to give um, financially and donate to help the ministry reach more people with more podcasts, you can do that uh, by clicking on a link somewhere below. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast today. You can find out more about Rachel when you go to jillmonaco.com and visit the podcast page. Just click on the show notes and you'll find all the links that I mentioned today. Thanks so much for tuning in today, my friends. And remember, love well, you are made for it.